I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. We continue our series of ranking each position group around the NFL in this offseason. Offensive side of the ball, that's done. From quarterback to offensive line, yep, we got that all covered for you. We didn't do fullbacks. Maybe we should do fullbacks. and, and We can put fullbacks in with kickers, too, when yeah. we do the special teams kind of. Uh, sure. Part of this discussion. And how about strength and conditioning coaches while we're at it? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get to. We'll definitely do coaches though. We'll definitely oh, do yeah. head coaches, uh, probably to put a cherry on top of all of these. But we flip over to the defensive side of the ball today as we look at the safety position and give you our 2023 safeties. It's gotten so out of hand. <laughs> what do you mean? It's gotten out of hand. <laughs> All right, we start with our t- guys that just didn't quite make the cut for us, the JDQ MTC of this list. For me, my first one. You're going to 11 start? Yep. Okay. I do. I got Tylunga Hafunga. What's that? How do you pronounce that name? Tylunga Hafunga. Hafunga. Hafunga is what I you call him. put him at 11? The Niners. Yep, I put him at 11. I got Malik Hooker coming in at number 12. I've got... Buda Baker coming in at number 13. I've got Kevin Byard coming in at number 14. And hold on, I can't read my writing, so I have to look up again who I had at number 15. I can't find him. Okay. Who's your top 13? I'm just saying right now, a guy that you put in your JDQMDC is in my top three. That's crazy. A guy that you put in your JDQMDC is in my top seven. That's insane. So we're going to have some you have, a really, so you have a really bad list. Different lists. Here we go. Number 11 for me, I have Buda Baker. Number 12, I have Harrison Smith. Number 13, I have Jesse Bates. AFC North rival. Didn't even put Jesse Bates anywhere on my list. It's fine. Uh, Maybe he's the guy you forgot. He might be my number 15 guy. Again, my handwriting is terrible and I can't read it, but who cares about number 15? Number 10. All right, for you, because we know they're going to be different. I've got Justin Simmons out of Denver. Bit of a bad okay. year for him this year. I mean, not his usual self was considered maybe the best safety in all of football just a couple of years ago. He's had a very high missed tackle rate this year, 
or last season, which I think has dropped him down a bit on this list and on a lot of people's lists. But he's still a total stud. And honestly, I think everybody in Denver can just use 2022 as a wash of a season. Forget that it even happened. Burn the tape and move on to next year. Yep. So I think Simmons is still a really, 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 really damn good safety. And now he's on a team with some stability with Sean Payton at the top. I like Justin Simmons coming in at number 10. Dropped, dropped down the list for sure from last year, but still clearly, in the top 10. Clearly, I, I held him in a little bit higher of a regard than you did. Uh, number 10 for me. I went with the Honey Badger. I had Tyron Matthew at number 10. He's coming for me. Okay. A little bit. Okay. I thought you were going to say for the 10th time already, even though we're only at number 10, that we have players at significantly different ends of the list. But yeah, Tyron Matthew, I mean, big move for him to go to New Orleans. And I think now, too, that defense is really going to rely on him a lot more. Now that Derek Carr is there, I think that that overall that team is going to play a lot better. But Tyron Matthew didn't really lose a step for me when he moved from Kansas City to uh, New Orleans. Just, he just ended up on a team that wasn't as much on the radar. Right. So Overall, I mean, last year he became like the first player ever to do like 10 different things at least three times in the same season as a safety. And he just he wasn't just as splashy as he once was. But again, still solid. Number nine. Yep. I have the Chicago Bears, Eddie Jackson, Ooh. checking in. Eddie Jackson, I just left off of my JDQMTC, but I like it. He's really someone, and they say in Pro Football Focus here, a little blurb from him, no real fatal flaw in his game. He's a very well-rounded safety. The problem is he plays on one of the worst defenses in the entire NFL. Oh, for sure. So he's a great player on a really, really bad defense. Terrible. So you don't get much recognition because of that. But through Week 15 last year, Jacob, he only allowed a total of 97 yards in coverage. He obviously added a couple more to that as the rest of the season went on, but he finished with just barely over 100 total yards allowed in coverage. He's one of the better safeties as far as covering is concerned. He had four interceptions last year as well. Uh, Eddie Jackson is a name that if he played on a team that was a contender, I think you would know a lot more about. The fact that he's stuck in Chicago on that defense as the face of that really bad defense, especially now that Roquan's gone, I think is why he gets overlooked a lot. But not here. He's no. sitting comfortably in my top ten at number nine. No, clearly. Uh, all right, number nine for me, another AFC oh, excuse me, AFC North rival. I have Marcus Williams. The guy that There's some disparity there with me and you. He's way up my board. Well, there's a lot of clearly these lists are very, very different between me and you. Marcus Williams, for me, is the guy that was replaced by Tyra Matthew, my number 10. Found a really easy easy place to fit in. Uh, last year, that or I guess two years ago, that defense was led by, the secondary was led by Marcus Peters and uh, Creed, or well, I always said Creed Humphrey, Marlon Humphreys. Yes. Uh, and then they added Marcus Williams, and then via the draft, they added Kyle Hamilton. So really great offseason for the Baltimore Ravens. Including the move, by uh, including the move of it adding Marcus Williams, it's it's just a really really great secondary overall, and I think the argument can be made that Marcus Williams is the best member of that four man secondary. Number eight for me sure. is where I have Honey Badger checking. Okay, in. this is where I have Tyron. This is other than maybe the very top of the list. This is probably the closest we'll ever get. One thing that he 
has slowed down a bit on and people notice that he's become less of an impact player in yeah. the run game. He's just older. Yeah. So he doesn't really he can't dumb down get and fight. up to the line of nope. scrimmage. That's what I was saying. He was like the first guy to get like three interceptions and three tackles for losses and three sacks in like a season. And he used to hit really hard. Yeah, I don't right. know if he hits as hard as he used to anymore. <laughs> But as far as coverage is concerned, he is still one of the most elite at yep. that. Um, he has a 79.8 such grade as far as covering is concerned. That's the fifth highest in the NFL among safeties. He's allowed just 77 yards in coverage uh, last year through week 15 and finished with only giving up about 90 yards per coverage. So even better than Eddie Jackson was as far as a coverage uh, safety is concerned. And opposing quarterbacks last year, had a 69.6 passer rating against. So he's not top five anymore. He's not, you know, at one point you could argue he maybe was the best safety in all of football. But the Chief, or the Saints, excuse me, got a pretty good player from the Chiefs to replace Marcus Williams with. And I don't think he's going to have much of a fall off this coming season either. I think he's still going to be a really good safety for a team now that has aspirations of winning that division as opposed to last year when they struggled throughout the whole year. I just like that number, 62.7 completion percentage allowed? 69.6. Oh, okay. Still a good number, though. Still a really you good number. You made it even better than it was, but still did, a really, yeah. really good number. And he, he again, just... And he plays over 400 snaps a year. Like, he, he never leaves the field. A guy that the Saints are lucky to have despite his, his older age. Yep, definitely. Great for you. Number eight for me, I have uh, – I so I don't know what you did. There were two guys on the Buffalo Bills defense I could have included here. I went with just one. I only have one on my list. Okay. And I went with Jordan Poyer. <laughs> Safe to say if Micah Hyde played – are you agreeing with me or disagreeing? We'll see. Okay. Uh, safe to say if yeah, Micah, Micah Hyde, Hyde – was just hurt all year. If he played all year, he could have been – I could have had two Bills in my top ten. But Jordan Poyer was the only one who played all year. Jordan it's, Poyer just inking an extension with the Bills as well. And he'll be back in Buffalo this coming Yeah, season. Jordan Poyer just kind of being the anchor of that secondary because they were without Micah Hyde. Yeah, so I like Jordan Poyer there too. I mean, maybe I like him a little higher. I guess there, so. Honest with you, but I, I think Jordan Poyer is one of the better safeties in the entire NFL. And I think the Bills are smart to bring him back for sure. Number seven for me. Yeah. Ryan Neal of the Seattle Seahawks. Okay, actually, maybe the quiet, like super the quiet, quietest the more, name on this list. Yes, because and I think it makes sense because he was an undrafted free agent in 20, 2018. Uh, he played a combined eight hundred and thirty nine snaps across his first four NFL seasons. But Jamal Adams' injury in Week One thrust yep. Neal into a full time role with the Seahawks, and he is currently the third highest rated safety. In the NFL, he has been excellent in coverage. Just pretty much all the way around, Ryan Neal uh, put himself on the map this year. Thanks Absolutely. to an injury to Jamal Adams. I should have put him on my list, and I didn't. He, But it's like, I don't blame you for not, because he jumped onto the scene so yeah. dramatically. He was nothing but a role player up until this year when Adams got hurt. And now he's someone that I think the Seahawks can't do without in their secondary. And to be honest with you somebody who's better than Jamal Adams right now at their points in their career. So I don't know if you can get luckier than Geno Smith being, you know, a good quarterback as all of a sudden for a, them. Yeah, right. But they got pretty lucky as well in the secondary with Ryan Neal getting his opportunity and then emerging as a great cover safety. Yes. But also he has 23 run stops last year, which was tied for 10th most among safeties 
and no safety in the NFL had more pass breakups than Neal's five. So coverage, stopping the run, he's an all-around safety and now has to do that prove-it year, right? Where For sure. You were on I the wasn't map just this here year. by accident. This wasn't an outlier year. Like This was my breakout year, and in my next season I'm going to be even better. So right. I got Ryan Neal right now at number seven. And keep an eye on him because he's a guy that's got potential to move up this list. Oh, absolutely. Uh, for me, at number seven, I have, uh, I believe, someone you put in your JDQMTC. I have Kevin Byer from Tennessee here. Overall, a lesser than season than what he did two years ago, but he's still playing, in my eyes, as a top 10 guy. In 2021, he was the highest graded safety in the NFL. Yeah. So, unless he matched or exceeded, he was only going to go down from there. And I'm not going to fault him for not producing every year the best numbers of his career. One thing that he's always amazing at is tackling. He always has one of the highest tackle rates of any safety in the NFL. His grade, though, 19, or excuse me, 90.4 in 2021, was around 71.4 last year. So he dropped pretty far last year for the Titans. Um, had a bit of a step back as far as he's concerned, but I still think he's a pretty good safety. I don't think I'd blame you for putting him there at number seven. Number six for me, the guy who's just outside of our top five, this is where I have Antoine Winfield Jr. Oh, my oh, God, we the did Tampa it. Bay Buccaneers. Oh, my God, we did it. Does a little bit of everything. Yep. Uh, rushes the passer, a 92.9 pass rush grade. Uh, I mean, that's insane for a safety. He's got three sacks as well. He kind of reminds me of the new uh, Adams, Jamal Adams right now. Because remember Jamal Adams like two years ago, three years was, ago, was like nine sacks yeah, or ten sacks I think like double like digits that. almost, yeah. Um, not quite there for Winfield, having only three or four sacks last year, but that kind of impact is what remi- reminds me of Adams, as well as right. being really good in coverage as right. well. So I-, I think Winfield Jr. is a really good player for Tampa Bay, and another one of those guys that, you know, Tampa's such a weird team next year. You've got Baker coming in as your quarterback. There's talent all over the roster, and Antoine Winfield Jr. is is one of those guys that has talent. For sure. I mean, a guy that was one of the best players on that defense, and now that team looks so different. But I agree with you. He does a little bit of everything. And you saw that when you saw the Steelers go up against him in, what was it, week nine this year? Somewhere around there, yeah. Yeah, week eight, week seven maybe. But I agree with you. He played 294 snaps in the slot and 164 snaps at free safety. Yeah, right. A little bit of everything. Put him all over the field and uh, a total asset for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right, so number six. We both got number six. We did. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> 
Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Number five, I got a guy who just found himself a new home and a little bit befuddled. How did we do this? This How is, do you we have do Chauncey Gardner Johnson? Yeah. Chauncey Gardner Johnson's in at number five because these safeties are good. And we know yeah. once we get to the top five, we're going to be well, okay. in sync. Uh, a little I don't bit. No, Chauncey Gardner Johnson had more interceptions than any safety last year in the league. He has been a little inconsistent in coverage, but he was such a playmaker for that Eagles defense. I'm surprised that the Eagles didn't bring him back. A. But the fact that he only got a one-year, eight million dollar deal out of Detroit is surprising right. as well. Like that's a prove-it type. Well, of I deal. thought for two two reasons that deal stood out to me. One, the Eagles were happy to let him go. A. B. That that's all he got when I know it's a different position. Cam Sutton got the three-year deal. It, it, it's like a prove-it deal for a guy who I think just had a has already a, proved a, a it. Prove it yeah, year right. last year, and he's only going to be 26 years old, so he's still incredibly young. Um, maybe the health is what is is a concern. He's never played a full season as a starter. He played in all 16 games as a rookie, but since that year, he played in 15, then he played in 12 the past couple of seasons. So he's missed about five games in each of the past couple of seasons. Right. He plays really hard and hits really hard, though, so maybe that style of play contributes to him being out of the lineup. But I, I, I don't know. It, it felt to me that this was a guy that if the Eagles weren't going to sign him, another team would have snatched him up for like a three-year deal worth some actual money instead of a one-year $8 million prove it deal for the Lions, which if you're the Lions, it's a great move for you because I think you're getting yes. a, a stud. I Clearly, agree. in my mind, you're getting a top-five safety on a huge discount from where he should be. So. I agree. I just, I thought I would have figured, okay, you go out and you get, again, I know it's a different position, but you go out and you get Cam Sutton, right? And then you just assume, okay, they're going to go all in for this year. They're going to go and ink Gardner Johnson for another two to three or maybe even four year deal. And I don't think, even though, again, different position, but same unit, secondary, I don't think there's anyone out there saying Cam Sutton's better at what he does than Gardner Johnson's better than what, than, you know what I'm trying to say. I my words just got caught up in my mouth there. No, I know, I know exactly what you mean. It's it's a little bit surprising, and something to keep an eye on for C.J. Johnson is right. why didn't you get that big deal that you deserve? All right, number four for me, I know is going to be different from you because yep. you've already named this player on your list. I'm going to say this is Marcus Williams. This is where I have Marcus okay. Williams of the Baltimore Ravens <laughs> checking in for me. Well, number four and number three for me are players you've already, already named. named. Well. Yeah. Who's number four? Number four for me is Justin Simmons. Yeah, Justin Simmons didn't have that good of a year to be in the top five for me, but still an incredible safety for Denver. Right. Uh, with Marcus Williams, um, had a lot of interceptions last year. I don't know. I don't think he allowed a single touchdown all season long in coverage, which is amazing. Uh, about 70 yards surrendered in coverage this season, and opponents had a 36 passer rating when targeting him. Huge addition for the Ravens. Interesting that the Saints moved on from him and then bring in Honey Badger, who's, right. who's worse than him right now. For a, a but, more expensive deal, too. Yeah, but the Ravens uh, are laughing all the way to the bank with that one because Marcus yeah. Williams has become, I don't know if he's the best player in that secondary because of Humphrey, but he's right there with Humphrey as far as the leader on that secondary is concerned. And when healthy, he factors into maybe the best secondary in all of football in Baltimore.
Yeah, I mean, that's exactly what I said earlier. The best, the best, they be a team that has as good of a starter at both quarterback spots and both safety spots as the Baltimore Ravens do. He can't do it. They, they are very at the top of that position. Yep. They are incredibly well balanced and, and have a lot of impact players. All right, so you said your number four was Justin Simmons. Yep. Any extra thoughts on him? Uh, again, I know you said he didn't have his best year. Still made the all-pro team as a second-teamer. So to me, in my eyes, I have to give that respect. And again, he'll be back next year, and that team is kind of finding its way here. And yes. Maybe with Sean Payton, a defensive-minded guy in Denver, could help him even more. Yeah, again, I like I said with Justin Simmons, I think just the stability of a guy like Sean Payton being in there is going right. to help all of the Denver team yep. uh, bounce back from the season they had last year. Number three for me is another guy that I know you already had on your list, but this is where I had Jordan Poyer stopping wow. in from the Buffalo okay. Bills. Uh, I know he missed a couple of games last year because of an elbow injury, but when he was on the field, he was one of the best safeties in all of football. Um, he deserves the extension that he got from the Bills. He's one of the biggest leaders on that Buffalo defense. And when you saw him and Hyde go down, Hyde was down all right. year, but when he went down as well, you real and then of course what happened to Hamlin this year, like the Bills were really tight as far as safety injuries were concerned between Poyer and Hyde and Hamlin. Um when Poyer was off the field, they were just completely lost. Yep. When he was there, despite the other two being gone, and Hamlin obviously stepped in for Micah Hyde this year, everything kind of seemed to work still. But once Poyer got taken out of that equation, they were struggling for a couple weeks at that safety spot. So Poyer, I think Poyer is just the glue that holds them all together in that back end. And I think that's the reason why you saw him get that contract extension while they let guys like Tremaine Edmonds walk. Yeah, I mean, like I said, uh, you could have said if – Michael Hyde played all year. You could have put two Buffalo Bills in your top ten, and obviously we both went with Jordan Poyer. You put him a lot higher than I did, but I still considered him a top ten talent. And it's very feasible to think, Tom, that they complement each other. So when they're both playing, they're both playing at a better level, a higher level. So your number three is Talanoa Hufanga. <clears throat> yes. 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 So only in the second league, I'll I'll grant you that, but already made the APL Pro team, and then his numbers compared. From his rookie year to his second year, just ridiculous. Started the entire season, uh, got very involved in the backfield with tackles for losses and sacks, had four picks on the year, had a touchdown, I believe, for some fumbles. The guy really, I all mean, all over the place. All over. He's just forgotten about because of the defense. Yeah, he is just another great player yeah, exactly. on an overall great defense. And, and his name isn't Fred Warner, and his name isn't Nick Bosa. Bosa. But Nick it's Bosa. getting better. Which is scary. I mean, he's, he's already, already an he's, a, he's he's approaching his third he's year in the league. He's a baby, and he's already an yeah. all-pro. So tons of potential there for So it's safe to say that. our top two. Number two. I have Derwin James. That's right. I have Derwin James, okay. too. Nice. I don't want you to – okay, I, I got nervous there. I was you wondering that you might have flip-flopped there a little bit. But, no, I got Derwin James as well. Just happy to see Derwin James stay healthy last year. Yeah. Because if he's healthy for the majority of his career – he is perennially the number one safety in the NFL and on a Hall of Fame trajectory. I mean, that's a guy that ever since he came out of Florida State, we like knew was going to be a stud in right. the NFL. Without question. But the injuries just keep plaguing his career. But now, but when well, they, he, but, no, 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 they kept. But the seasons now. when he's healthy are first team all. Right, seasons. now, like I said, 
that you should you shouldn't say they keep plaguing him because you think they're in the past now. I hope they're in the past, but that guy's gotten so many chronic injuries. Like, there's been a couple of times I think that you like in uh, August we'll see the headline that he tore his ACL right. in training camp practice and he's done for the year. So uh, he missed 2020 due to the knee injury. He only played in five games in 2019, but you're right. But he's he played, played in 15 in 2021. And right, he he's played back-to-back seasons, playing majority of the season. Exactly. So I think he might have that knee problem behind him, but you probably still hold your breath if you're doing James. As far as just overall talent is concerned, you know, you, Rodgers is more talented quarterback, but everybody says Brady's the best, that kind of thing. Derwin James might be the most talented safety in the entire NFL. The speed, the size, the smarts. Right. He's an all-around complete package. But he's not, Absolutely. But he's he's not, not number, number one. He's number one. Minka Fitzpatrick. I'm so happy. Minka like, dropped from this spot last year in a right. lot of people's minds. He took that mantle yeah, right absolutely. back this year, though. Without question. Love seeing these Steelers players get paid and then deliver upon payment. TJ Watt paid becomes the all-time single-season leading sack yeah. getter, tied with Michael Strahan. Minka Fitzpatrick gets paid, becomes a first-team All-Pro yep. again at the safety position. Um, no one's smarter than him on the NFL nope. football field. That's all of the coaching staff in Pittsburgh says that's his big, biggest attribute is he's the smartest player on the field. He was the league's top coverage safety last year as far as pro football focus is concerned. Opposing quarterbacks had just a 71.8 passer rating while targeting him. And he had to clean up a ton of messes for the Steelers yes, linebacking core. A ton oh of my players God. that got through Come that on. linebacking core. So not only was he leading the league as far as coverage grade was concerned, he had four interceptions. He had a pick six again this year. That's like, what, four out of the five years yep. in the league that he's had a pick six at least. He made the AP, pro, AP first team again this year. He he did all of that while still having it's to crazy put to fires think, out elsewhere on the field. It's crazy to think how sad it was last year in 2021 to see him kind of fall because it was the first year he didn't get that pick six. It was the first year he didn't get all those interceptions. First year he didn't make an all-pro team, whether first or second. And then he bounced right back. Right back. Bounced right back. And, and like I said in a, in a previous episode, you remember how all of 2021 people were saying, oh, Minka's not that flashy player anymore. No more big plays, splashy plays. Second play of the season. Picked off a top two quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. Arguably, yeah. took him to the house. So, I love how he's a run stopper, stuffer too. Yeah, oh, but yeah. I want him to stop having to stop the run. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like he's really good at it, and he's always making a ton of tackles. But I don't want him to have to do that anymore. Like, oh yeah, I, he, I know what he you're needs saying. to stop being Superman a little bit. But like, you never said the same thing about Troy. You know what I mean? Like, but that's he because, can do it. He can do it for you. That's because Troy had Farrier and Foot cleaning up a lot. That's of right. Does that's right. <laughs> I mean, hey, Minka now right. has Holcomb and uh, whoever else I mean, is maybe on that. Yeah. will be a nice little boost for Minka as far as that is concerned. Did you miss any of our show today? You can download full episodes of all of our SNR podcasts, like The Drive, The Steelers Blitz with Wes and Motes, our show here, The Steelers Standard, and many more. All of them are available in the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app. And wherever you get your podcast, fun day of podcasting with you folks. We'll be back again a little bit later this week. I'm sure the Steelers will make a crazy amount of moves between now and oh, then yeah, for sure. that we can talk about. And I'm sure the NFL will have a few headlines pop up from now. Just a and few. Then he's Jacob Recht. I'm Tom Offerman. Thanks as always for listening to the Steelers Standard.
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.